Today, I want to share with you how to handle criticism in a family business. Now, as many of you know, I get the pleasure of working with a handful of family members. And today I am bringing to you the one and only Josh Dawson, baby brother of Brandon Dawson, on to this channel. So, Josh Dawson, welcome. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm so excited. I drug him here. We're at this event. He's supposed to be doing something else. But I know that this content around family and business is very important to you because 62%, almost two-thirds of the workforce are employed by family businesses. And so this topic of how to handle criticism in a family business is very relevant. And Josh and I just hosted a call very recently talking to business owners about exactly that. And it was very eye-opening what they were sharing with us about yeah. how difficult it is to navigate in a family business. So Josh, has it been a cakewalk working with your family and business? Of course it hasn't. Um, it, it, it's, he's uh, kidding, by I'm the way. I'm 100% he's, kidding. Um, uh, he's a little dry. He's a dry sense of humor family member. I will say that it, um, it's it been both rewarding and you know it comes with its own set of challenges. Sure does. So let's get into how to specifically handle criticism. I'd love to hear from your perspective how you have navigated and come out on the other end of criticism that would already be difficult to hear, but adding the layer of family and what tips you would give to somebody watching this for how you've done this successfully. Yeah. Um, I mean, first... Uh, I mean, I love working with my brother and my sister-in-law. Uh, it is a great experience to learn a new set of challenges that come with like growing and scaling a business. Um, I think the first thing that I try to do when I'm receiving, let's say, criticism from somebody like Brandon, who I look up to, is you got to remove the emotion out of it. So it, it's just another person. It's just your boss. And so really navigating the, hey, he's my brother. I look up to him. Everything he said made me sad. You can't do that. You have to look at the feedback and say, hey, like, here's how I'm going to execute. I'm going to take feedback as if it were anybody else. And I'm going to execute the feedback so that we can get back to targets hitting targets because that's what we're all like aligned on in the entire business. Cause you know, your brother works for us. Like I work for my brother, we all work together. And like the one thing that we'll never ever make a mistake on is, is that we have big targets and we're all responsible in our different lanes to hit them. Hmm. That's an interesting perspective because I heard a few things. I heard remove emotion. I heard there's clarity in targets to begin with. So that in and of itself refocuses the conversation and then i the third piece there that seems very interesting is thinking of them as a boss i feel like that's actually the hardest thing to do is to separate that that person isn't just a boss because a boss you can kind of say well screw you see you later whereas the family member there's more consideration so do you have any pieces of advice on how you can kind of compartmentalize that this person giving you this thing that might be hard to hear is a family member, but you're trying to have a traditional manager team member relationship with yeah, them in that moment. I, th I think the biggest piece for me was 
um, you know, sitting down with both you and Brandon, like before we even started Cardone Ventures and like aligning on what we wanted to create and how, like, what was the areas of responsibility? Like, obviously, Brandon's the visionary, the leader. Uh, you were head of operations, all things Cardone Ventures. Um, and then I was being brought in for sales. So it's like, hey, there's three very distinct lanes. And and for me, like, I talk to people about this all the time because they're like, hey, how is it working with your brother? And how is it working with your family? Because we work in a family business. And I don't think they have those conversations ahead of time. I think it's like, hey, just come work for me. Like, it would be cool. And then in your head, you're thinking, um, oh, I got a free pass, a free ride. Like, I can show up at work, you know, Monday through Tuesday. I can, you know, I, I can come in, you know, I can work 10 to 3. Like, just all these things. I'm a, It's going to be a cakewalk. I'm going to make the most amount of money and do the least amount of work. But, like, for me, you know, um, I think having the respect that I did for both of you guys coming in, it was like, no, I want to work so hard that I set the bar high so that, like, nobody can come in and be like, oh, he got that job because he's his brother. Or, oh, that's just family or it's nepotism. Or it's like, no, you want to be the example for not only other people, but you want to be, like, I wanted to make my brother proud of me. Like, I wanted him to be like, hey, like, Josh works harder than anybody else. And, and then like when you're doing that with family and you are, and you're crushing it and you're hitting targets and you're having fun while doing it, I think the biggest piece for me is, is that like we walk away and we're, we're celebrating together and we just, we just, we just know how to execute against everything that we're doing. And it, it just brings so much more joy. I don't look at it as work. It's like I get to spend time with my family and we get to do something exciting together. And that's where that's where like a lot of the the ease comes in because I think we spend a lot of time setting that up on the front end. Uh, it's really insightful because you're right. There there was a lot of good conversations and structure that was shared at the get. So it didn't lead to confusion later on. So criticism happens. There is an emotional moment that comes with criticism. And then you said execution is next. It's like, okay, I'm going to take the feedback. I'm going to execute on it. There's probably some reflection in between the criticism and the execution yeah. because you do have to like swallow the pride a little bit. And then there's fun and there's enjoyment. Is there anything you want to share about like your mindset and how you handle things that could be helpful for people between those phases? Hmm. Um. I think, yeah, number one is just like, yeah, the emotion, you want to get that out. Uh, like, sometimes, like, I will say that you can't, like, it's not just as simple as, like, hey, you receive feedback and all this happens in real time. Like, no, like, I might leave that situation feeling really shitty. Like, and I am, I definitely want to take some time and reflect. And then, like, you know, you, you have to do some self-talk. Hey, like, I, yeah, I, I might have screwed up or I didn't see that or I did, I wasn't paying attention to that. And then from there, it's, okay, so how do I take that feedback and how do I ultimately bring us back to where we're headed, the target? What's my responsibility? What do I need to do better next time or put put from a process standpoint in place on the front end so, like, those kind of conversations don't happen? Because they're never fun, no matter if you're you're talking to your brother, you're talking to your, your boss who you're not related to. Like, I feel like everybody wants to perform at their highest level and they want to contribute. So like nobody wants to be like yelled at, but 
it's really about, hey, how can you take the feedback? How can you operationalize it? And then how can you get back to target? Mm. If you could give business owners a tip on how to do the feedback and the criticism well, what would you say is a piece of advice that you could give being on the receiving end of that oftentimes? Like how would I, how would the, if I was the business owner giving it to like my family member? Yeah, like what does Brandon do well that most business owners might not do well or what maybe do you wish that he did well that he could do a little better that would make it an easier cycle to move from start to? I think, I think Brandon uh, does a couple of things really, really well. He always talks about um, like the vision where we're going. He talks about the future a lot. So like puts us in the future and then brings it down to the present. Like where are we at right now in the cycle? And the way that like you can have conversations as much, I've learned this from him, you know, and I've, I've also learned this from other great mentors is, is that when having any kind of difficult conversation with any employee, like you want to follow the compliment sandwich rule, right? So hopefully, What's the compliment ho- I, was, I, was, I was hoping, rule? I was hoping you bring sandwiches to the, the, the sandwich rule. So the sandwich rule is, is, is like, Hey, compliment the meat and potatoes of what you want to talk about. And then wait, I feel like we're mixing foods. There, there's not meat and potatoes well, in the sandwich. Be. So there it could, would be I mean, like, what if you had a meat and potato sandwich? Okay. I'm going to explain <laughs> the compliment sandwich. What he's saying is you start with what's going well. That's the first piece of bread. Then the meat or the insides, because maybe people don't eat meat. Maybe it's like peanut butter and jelly. The insides would be the feedback, the things that need to be done differently, the criticism. And then the final piece of bread, because we're not cutting carbs around here. We like our carbs. Yes. The final piece of bread is ending on, okay, how does this align? How do we get on the same page so that we can do things bigger, better, faster? Yeah. A hundred percent. I think no that meat I, and potatoes. Well, there's it could no be potatoes if in our sandwiches. You like that sort of thing. Potato, pit, potato salad. Potatoes. What was p- that? P- 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 yeah. Potato salad. It's. Uh, I mean, but but I think that's the great, the greatest way that you can really have that those difficult conversations because, uh, just like from a sales standpoint, like after a one on one, let's say like somebody wasn't hitting their metrics, they just weren't doing well. Like, well, what's the next thing I want them to do? after they leave do i want them to get back on the phones like how would you send them into battle would you want them like hey i'm gonna take your gun away and you're gonna die probably like they're never gonna go into battle and feel like great this is awesome like you never want to send them away so like for me it's like hey i i you're great you are so great and i am so lucky that you're on this team and i am so proud of you that you're decided to pursue your goals here like, here's one area of opportunity that I've just been noticing after I've listened to a few of your calls, right? And I'm confident that we can partner coming out of here and putting just a few tweaks in place, and you could be the best person on the phones, and I have no doubt in my mind. Because I want them to leave there, and I want them to take the hill. I want them to feel inspired. I want them to feel like, hey, I have support, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take all this feedback, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go crush it. And I, and, and I do, I did learn that from Brandon because he does such a good job of, you know, acknowledge, motivate, ask a great question. And then, and then leaving them with saying like, Hey, what do you need from me? That's going to help you achieve X, Y, Z. And, and, and that's, that's the best piece that I, I don't think, and I've seen it with the thousands of businesses that we've worked for is that they're missing that piece. They're like, Hey, like, here's the problem. Do better. And then it's, and then they leave there feeling like, hey, maybe I feel like 
I didn't do well, but how do I feel inspired to do better in the future? So that's the biggest piece of advice that I would give. Such a good piece of advice. We mentioned the F word earlier. Whoa. Whoa. The F word is the fun word. So how do you, in a family business, go from these moments of intensity, these moments of criticism, these moments of shit's not working, and still inspire your family members, still inspire the dynamic to want to keep pushing and to stay in alignment? I think this is something that we do really well as a family, and I've heard a lot of other business owners don't know how to quite strike the right balance of the correct amount of fun. It's either they have too much fun and it's too loosey-goosey and they don't hold them accountable or it's too harsh and there's so much pressure and the environment's just hard to be in because it just feels like this cram down thing. So as you think about our family and the fun, the fun that we inject into this business, what would you, what would you guide and advise business owners to do intentionally in order to keep that balance in check? So um, for us, I think that uh, I, I appreciate the way that we, as, as much as we're working and as much as we're like about the grind and we're seven days a week, but we're all fighting for the same goal. I think for us, it's like we, we do spend some time um, celebrating the wins. Like, you know, we'll go out to dinner like together, we'll do our fam, our like our sibling dinners are super awesome because we talk about how we're winning, how we're crushing it, and then there's some, I, I, th- there's a lot of feedback in there, um, and then and then it's about like doing some experiences together. Like for instance, you know we have a lot of team building on the sales team, so it's like, hey, what can we go out and do? Like you know the sales team can get very results oriented. Hey, it's about sales, 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 sales. But then what do we do to celebrate when we hit a milestone? Like, how can we go out to the putt shack and play miniature golf? Or how can we go to the the driving range and hit a bucket of balls together and then, you know, have some food? Like, how can we all go out to a big dinner and then invite you and Brandon to uh, really give some inspiration into the team? Um, I remember early on there were these things called... Millie Martinis. Millie Martinis. And yeah. it would be a celebratory drink that you guys would have After when an event. an event hit a certain revenue target. Yep. And I think that that kind of contributed to like small acknowledgments. It wasn't dinner all the time, yeah. but it was like, hey, we hit this milestone. We want to take a Let's moment, celebrate. a brief moment. It doesn't have to be this long, big, elaborate thing or these trips that you go on, but those little moments of like, acknowledging that we're winning, focusing on the dynamic of the family that really helped, especially in the days when it felt a lot harder than it does today. Yeah. And I think, I think sometimes like stepping outside of work and doing those and acknowledging that you're here to work and we're here to hit targets and we're here to like achieve our goals. It's like, let's have fun while we do it. So like the, those types of moments, like in the beginning, we had more of them. And then, you know, obviously we've gotten busier and busier and busier, but like, I still think that being very intentional about that time is important. And it doesn't in, in like, if, if you're not in a family business, you can do it with your teammates. Like you can, you can take them out and do something fun. That's team building. That's a recognition of like their contribution, their targets. Like for me, um, I'm like, I haven't even told you this yet. So prepare yourself. 
it's, I think it's awesome. I didn't have anybody do this for me, but I had, I have this big breakfast being catered for the sales team. Um, because I'm proud of them. Like they work seven days a week, relentlessly pursuing their goals. And, um, we've, we've done big things this year. And so I want to acknowledge their contribution. I want to make a speech. I have them catering breakfast all morning. It was the only day we could do it because we're busy at an event right now, but I wanted them to feel like, Hey, like I, I just appreciate you guys so much. And here's, uh, something I want to do for you guys. And we're going to spend like an hour and a half doing that in the morning and then we'll get back to work. But you know, I, I, I'm excited to spend that time with them and I'm excited to do something for that. It's not a chore for me. It's like something I'm like really excited to do. Surprise and delight. Exactly. Well, speaking of this event and being busy, I just wanted to share that earlier today, I ran into one of these amazing couples that we've worked with for a handful of years now, and they have doubled their revenue since working with us. And she just let me know that they have 10x their profit year over year. But she, after sharing with me these numbers, she said the most important thing that has transformed is my relationship with my daughter. And her daughter actually works in the business. And the business owner wasn't tearing up over the revenue and profitability growth. The business owner was tearing up over the daughter because we've had so many conversations with this couple and their daughter about how do you create an environment and a business where everybody can succeed? And this is why we do what we do here at Cardone Ventures. We would love to help you in your business figure out how to change the family dynamic to create something that you're proud of, to create something that you love to be in and that works for everybody involved. So thank you, Josh Dawson, for being here. So if they were interested in connecting with one of our consultants to see how our business can help them with their family business, since you are responsible for this team, where should they go to get connected to talk to one of your team members? Yeah, you can go to www.cardoneventures.com forward slash live. There you have it, folks.